Okay. I'm like, I'm just looking at the levels right here. Oh, okay. We're good to go then. Yeah, we're good to go. So, all right, let's start it. <coughs> this is episode... 23? 23. Mm. Yeah, I done lost count. Wow. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Cause <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because technically we've only released 20? 20 of them. We got yeah, this ain't this ain't gonna come up for like a good month. For <laughs> real, we got like a <laughs> lot in the chamber right now. We've actually been pressing these like records, so <laughs> like for real, <laughs> we've been like advanced, advanced, advanced. Like we're literally, I'm gonna go ahead and give them the process. We're literally recording an episode right after this episode. Like that's how real it is in the field. So, all right, y'all ain't know who it is. I mean, you've been through twenty of these. Now I'm kidding. It's your boy Shad, you know what I'm saying? The mayor of Oak Cliff, aka uh No, I don't do that case. You do that case. So I'm here with Josh. And of course, I'm gonna let him introduce himself and the guests. Okay. So go ahead and do your thing. Okay, you already know this. It's your boy Smiles. And I'm gonna hit y'all with a couple of new AKAs. Let's do it. AKA Best Friend of Bree. Okay. AKA Bree's best friend. Okay then. AKA Je m'appelle Smiles. There Best you go. There you go. <laughs> That's all three of my AKs. Okay. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It is somebody's birthday as of this episode. So, I, you know, she know what I need her to do. Come over here. Come over here. So, happy birthday to Bree. And, you know, I love plugs. So, plug your stuff real quick. All right. Well, check me out on Facebook. Be Your Focus Photography. Also on Instagram. Be Your Focus Photography. And check out my website, which is beyourfocus.com. See, you already got me. Let's Plug go. Thank plugs you for on plugs shout on out. plugs. You're right. It's my birthday. So I appreciate it. Much love to y'all. Let's do this. So, all right. Give me hype. Give me hype. Give me head. All right. Let's do this. You ready? Oh, I got to put the hood. I'm going to put the hood on for this. Oh, one. he putting the hood on. I'll put the hoodie on. Oh. Putting the hoodie on for this one. They call him Sha. Let's do this. They call him Sha Diddy. Let's do it. They call him Sha 41. AKA Sha Naviski. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they call him the Mario Cliff. This is facts. Yeah, yay. All right. So we got some guests in absence of uh, good old, t- um, what's that boy now? <laughs> no, nah, nah, not too nah, much nah. on my brother. No, nah, you, no, nah, you got it. No, nah, even though he ain't here, you still got to give him his intro, man. Oh, you got to give him his intro. Yes, but I was gonna switch it up. No, 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 no. You got to nah, give him his intro. The, he not here, but he here. I was gonna do the female version for since we have. If he not, he not here, but he here. So you introduce Tim like he here. I'm introducing his sister, and then you introduce if, his sister as if he, was, as if yeah, you gonna do both. Oh, okay. <laughs> because he here. He's part of this okay. creation that we have created. Okay. In which we have created Okay. in the creation. Let's do it. Okay. Well, we have missing. We have Tim, a.k.a. Papa Tim, a.k.a. the Alchemist, a.k.a. Yogi D. Stoner. Now, that's Jean-Mapel, Tim, right there. Yeah. Because that's where he at. He in Paris. Yeah, he in Paris right now. Yeah. I think he said he's gonna he gonna stay there like for the rest of the year. Just for the rest of the year. Yeah, just he ain't never coming back. 
Jasper, you hear that? You gonna be here <laughs> the nice. whole time. Well, yeah. Jasper gonna be here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, if he's you the new third, you know. What I'm we all know if he stayed the rest of the year, he might die upon exiting that plane. <laughs> oh, don't, bro. Wow, wow. <laughs> you left me with wow for a whole year. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, because we going to be out here. Wow. Not only would a sister kill, like, Octavia would kill him. Like, you left me with <laughs> your child for a whole year while you out in Paris, France. <laughs> Living your best life. I know. <laughs> now, now, you know Omar would be out there. He'd probably fly the plane. <laughs> right. He that type. Yeah. Very in, in ingenuitive young man. Shout out to King Omari. So go ahead, do the rest uh, of the intros, man. Okay, so we got our return, a returning guest. There you go. We got Jasmine. Yes. A.K.A. Mama Jazz. Yes. A.K.A. Mama a Jade. Okay. There you go. A.K.A. I don't know if she's a stoner. <laughs> I really don't know if she is, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, uh. <laughs> No, I'm not, a, I'm not a stoner. Okay. I'm just a mom. I'm there a working go. mom. That's all. There you go. All right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's all. Look at Bebo. Bebo nervous. <laughs> he said, uh-oh, these Negroes finna introduce me. I said, go ahead, Bebo. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I only know one nickname for me is Bebo. So I was like, A.K.A. Oh. Bebo uh, Sports 214, A.K.A. Uh, hey, Deuce. My man, Deuce. Number two. Oh, yeah, number two. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Poop. Josh, man, with the new nickname, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I am number two. <laughs> Glad I'm not number two on myself because I've already been put on the spot about that uh, pre-show, but um, <laughs> glad to be a guest on the show. I mean, I've been a fan of y'all show since episode one. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The growth and the responsibility of that, uh, that y'all guys have been placing every single episode, the topics and everything like that. Everything's been great. So finally glad that I better to be on the show. Shout out yeah. to Bree, happy birthday, snapping away, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm glad to be here, man. Let's get this thing rolling. Wait a minute. You can't just not plug. You got to plug. Go ahead. Tell them. Since you insisted. There you <laughs> go. Let's go. Most Sports Talk, mostsportstalkradio.com is our website. We're here to talk all sports in the Dallas Metroplex, but also – don't get it twisted. We talk about all sports nationwide. Yes, even women's college bowling. We will talk about that if there's something important going on. So, you know, shout out to my boys Hendo. Shout out to my boys Dom. Dom right now in Houston about to attend Royal Rumble. So, you know, we're all over the place, man. So, mostsportstalkradio.com is our website. Check us out. Live from StreamYard. You will see us with a new episode this week. So, let's get it. Yes, sir. All right. All right. We are dedicating this episode to my favorite player. The GOAT, Kobe Bean, who tragically died today. Give us the date so we can date this. January 26, 2020. Can't believe it. I, I couldn't believe it, Nathan. We was yeah. at the movies, and I just happened to get on Facebook, and I seen the helicopter crash. I was like, helicopter? So I pressed the link, and I looked at my baby daddy. I said, I can't tell him this right now. He's going to flip out. As soon as we exit us, I said, Kobe Bryant died. He lost his mind. I'm telling Yes. And then he cried when he found out his daughter died. Because, you know, we have a daughter. Yeah. And that's all he talk about is, I want Jay to do this. And I want her to play basketball and play this sport and play that sport. And I was like, it, it was a lot. Mm. It was tough because, you know, of course, I have a daughter as well. She's nine. 
and just by seeing Kobe, like watching like one of my favorite shows, uh, All the Smoke with Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson, he just recently had an episode on there, yep, and he was talking about his daughter, how you know she just started playing basketball like two years ago, and how she just immediately just hooked up on the game and just learned from him. And I like the fact that he said that he didn't never really like force her to play basketball. It just really just caught up on her. So, like, she was very, very good also as well. So, I think just by hearing – like, me and Shaw was at the Legends game today. Yeah. Like, we just stepped on the court. Just, like, shot out, like, first pictures of, of the game and stuff like that pregame. And that's when I got a text about, you know, about Kobe. I was like, you know, well, maybe it's like one of those little BS things. You know, well, let mm-hmm. me just find out because I have a lot of people and a lot of sources to find out what's going on. So, True enough, that's what happened. And just to find out that his daughter was also on the helicopter along with another parent and their child also as well, you know, that just that made it even worse for me. So, I mean, just by having a daughter in general, how she adapted with him, playing basketball with, you know, with him and learning the game from him, you know, just a, just a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Man, yeah, we were, like, when I say when BMO said we just got to the court, like, I mean, we had just walked around like to the blue sat down his he get a text i get a notification i'm like rest in peace kobe i'm like nah i'm like i know about like lebron passing you know kobe and thing. i'm like that don't mean he dead like hold up so then all of a sudden i started getting more notifications i couldn't believe it and i just sat down i was like okay let me open this up let me make sure this is for real true enough but it, it was just i mean it was kind of poetic in a way that that's where I was because mm-hmm. I mean it was one of the guys that made me fall in love with the game that made me want to do what I'm doing right now so it's kind of good being there I mean psh, yeah I almost lost because I started thinking about stuff flashbacks I took my cousins to his last game here mm-hmm. and things like that and of course you know me you know everybody know who Josh's favorite player is but I always be like he ain't no Kobe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it just yeah it was yeah even my like family was like texting calling like you okay because i know yeah i was that kid that forced everybody on christmas days and stuff like that to watch him play because i was like hey this is greatness you watch it right here so it was like i know you like devastated i was like actually i'm at work i can't uh <laughs> i can't say nothing but i'll call you when i'm done so yeah i haven't had time to really process it but yeah uh yeah. I, w- I woke up from a nap <laughs> from uh and read it because i was asleep and i woke up and i had like literally i had like 50 notifications and messages of like kobe 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 and i'm like what is going on like <laughs> so yeah. I, was, I was like hold on let me let me do my little research let me go to the the more trustworthy uh sources because all i kept hearing was tmz tmz and I, when i saw the bleacher report notification and then i saw the espn notification i was just like Damn, what the fuck happened? And I was like, his daughter was on the plane. I was like, fuck, like this is crazy. Cause yeah, Kobe wasn't one of my favorite players, but like, yo, you got to understand, like, you respect you respect the, his his game and everything. It's like, I don't even want to get into the whole LeBron Kobe thing, like, cause just out of respect for yeah. him, like. But it's like, yeah, I was just like, fuck, like one of our greatest players, one of the great people, like, just think about all the players that are playing now because of Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's just crazy, especially I know as of us recording, they said it's potentially up to nine people that died. 
uh, I guess like maybe in, in, in the area or whatever of the crash. I don't know. But as of us recording, it said up to nine people uh, died, including his daughter, which I ended up seeing a video. Uh, I think he was on Jimmy Fallon's show talking about his daughter. And uh, he was saying, he was like, yeah, he was like, I remember talking to someone. And they were like, man, I know you upset that you didn't have a son. And he was like, my daughter was like, hey, hey, nah, nah, he got me. He ain't got to worry about that. GG <laughs> <laughs> was real, man. <laughs> he was real, man. And he was like, he was like, he's like, you know, that's what I love about my daughter. He was like, nah, he ain't got to worry about having a son that's going to be good as him. He got me. <laughs> yeah. Cause Gianna was, yeah, Gianna was actually pretty cold. Like I said, I thought she was going to change the WNBA. I thought she was going to like take over women's basketball. Cause I mean, I was messing with Bima. I was like, if you squint it, you thought that was Kobe playing out there. That's, that's exactly <laughs> how it was. I mean, his whole basketball, you know, squad, I mean, like, Zach Randolph's daughter plays for that team, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, they had a lot of ties with, like, Rick Fox was involved with Mamba Academy also as well. And, like, his daughter was, like, amazing and fantastic. Like, you'll see them at the Laker games and, you know, they're sitting courtside. And he's always, like, giving her, like, advice and topics, like, hey, this player plays like this, this player plays like that, these are the positions that they're in. And, like, you can see, like, on the court how the way she plays, she's taking that, you know, just she's so aggressive with everything on the court, just like her dad. And she was pretty much on her way. Like, me and Shaw was talking about this at the game. Like, she literally, like, on her way to the WNBA with, like, no issues at all. I mean, you know, trip to college and everything like that. Like, even if she went to college, well, I mean, if she go to college, maybe one or two years there, she was on her way to going to the NBA. So, I mean, like I said, man, it's just tough to talk about. I mean, real quick, I did want to talk about this story. Like, I met Kobe in 2013 as, like, my show. We was we, we first now getting our feet with doing, like, media credentials for, like, the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Lakers was playing. And, like, <clears throat> everybody in my other co-hosts, we – had access to go to the games. Like, okay, cool. Now, I always told myself, like, we already talked to players and stuff like that before. But I was like, man, it never been, like, one actual player where, like, you just, like, freeze up and can't say anything. Even if you had the access to go into locker rooms and talk to them yourself. And we was like, man, we probably not even going to see Kobe like that because it's a lot of players that are there that don't, like, really come out the locker rooms or – they had their own little pregame rituals where they're not really seen. Mm-hmm. Most players go on the court. Most don't. Most train into, like, the little tunnel area in the back. Mm-hmm. So we went to the locker room, and Lakers is, like, the toughest, like, thing with media access. Like, they won't let you, like, really, like, talk to nobody. You had to do it, like, at shoot-arounds, like, 10, 11 in the morning. I'm like, hey, I'm at work. I'm not finna miss work over this. So you try to get what, get what you can get while you're there. And so – we went in. We went in there. Went in the locker rooms. Got our little interviews. Came out, and some just told us just to turn around. That was Kobe coming out the training room. He looked dead at us. Said, "What's up to everybody?" We all just stood there like, like just froze. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't know what to do. <laughs> but we didn't expect that. So like. I, we literally could have just pissed on us and said, well, my bad, number two on ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> like, Kobe was right there. And, like, we didn't say anything. But luckily, like, down the line, I think, like, a year or two later, uh, me and Hendo was at the Lakers game, and he was there. And so he saw us, and he, I guess, kind of remembered us. Like, we just freezing up stuff like that. <laughs> it was crazy. So he, you know, literally, like, walked up to us, hey, what's up, fellas, and shook our hands. Like, we, we didn't really expect that at all because – he kind of remember us like freezing up. So 
that right there, we didn't, didn't get a chance to, like, talk to him or anything like that, which I understand. But just to really, like, have a chance to, like, see him in his presence and be able to, like, at least get, like, a high and buy from him, like, really meant a whole lot to me. One of the, my favorite basketball players of all time, to me, he's, like, the number two shooting guard of all time, in my opinion. And just by being able to see him play and also see him at an arena full face and shake his hand means a whole lot to me. I'm glad he said that was his number two uh, sh- uh, sh- favorite shooting guard because we talked about that at the game, too. I was like, well, he was my Jordan because when I started watching basketball, it was like 94, 95. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, at that time, remember, Mike was playing baseball. That was his first retirement. Yeah. yeah, so I didn't get to see Jordan like that to the, like the second three-peat. So, again, I got that Jordan and then old man Jordan playing like in 2001 to 2003. But the whole time, 96 on down, I was like, I got to see Bing. And then, of course, I got to see seven years after 96. Mm-hmm. That one guy. <laughs> I'm just like messing with John. I'm just like messing with John. reach over his table and, <laughs> no. and grab your glasses off his face. <laughs> I just like messing with him about it. Because, again, I now have this, like, admiration for Le- LeBron. Yeah. So I still mess with him from time to time. But, yeah, um... You had, you know, I got to see Kobe at the beginning. I got to see Dirk at the beginning. And I got to see LeBron at the beginning. So for me, it's like, yeah, it was, Co- it was Kobe, Dirk. Under the sea. Under the sea. We just trying to like lighten the mood. That's why we did that. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I thought that was. I was, like, I was like, I was like, is that Bimo's phone like going off? Like, oh no, my phone's on D and D. Ain't nothing gonna go off. Listen, my keys. My keys is the only ones that'll get through my phone on D and D. So other than that, because that, I think I'm like, that's what I thought. I was you, like, you I was might like, hear, oh, maybe. you might hear like the Law and Order theme. Yeah, I got that as a text message, yeah. like the little dun dun noise. I yeah. got that, but under the sea, nah, you ain't gonna hear that. <laughs> no, I thought maybe that's what you had for your <laughs> kids. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, he got I under the sea for his look. his kids' ringer. I was like, that's cute. Hey, what's up? My kid don't even like Disney. <laughs> she likes Sesame Street. Jay, Jay don't okay. like Disney. Nah. What? Sesame Street. Oh yeah. Okay. Elmo. Okay. Oh man. She said, she said Elmo. No, Elmo. Cookie she said, Monster. Ain't no Disney up in this house. Yeah, I, I dig that because when I was a kid, I went to go see Sesame Street Live. I was I'm wilding. taking her in three weeks. Oh, that'd be dope. You know yeah. what's? You know, oh yeah, you know what's like that. that. You know what's so sad? Except I was she's like, eighteen months and she likes to run around. She thinks oh, she's a well. runner. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might have to hold in that seat because <laughs> for real, I run on that stage for real. <laughs> Look, why did I get excited? Like, you know what? I might drop in. <laughs> I'm like, just kind of want to see Cookie Monster in person. You know what I'm saying? For real. But um, on a serious note, yeah. Okay, let's take a break and then come back. Yeah, let's take a break. Yeah. Cause yeah, we're gonna end up talking about Disney. (laughs) Turn me up. Turn me up. a long way from that dirty kid couch surfing every night after 12 we was out lurking a proud person i am we out searching a van stole the keys from the house with a brown purse in my hand sold the whip for cheap now we buying chirp phones first time we meet you would never think we like to search homes don't care what y'all think because i'm complacent four laptops and three xboxes and one base we upgraded the trap and up late with a napkin full of perk 30s exchanging for currency had another trap house in case of emergency cops rushed the crib 
Move from Katrina's to Tim's. Obi was ready for smoke if you ever seen me with him. Middle fingers to the ops and come for me with a grin. Wishing for the best until we win. Listen, every single night another mission. saying we had to watch a little disney plus yeah you know mourn over mama i got it for a year so i'm gonna use it until that year is up okay <laughs> oh the verizon free disney plus you damn right <laughs> <laughs> whatever hookup they got oh i'm taking it i've been watching nothing but disney stuff and the simpsons hey. i watch like the non-disney stuff that's all i've been doing oh man taking so all them old songs on there the gar- so like Gargoyles came on. I sung oh. the theme song to that. <laughs> yeah, I've been Tales. Oh yeah, Tales Spin. <laughs> oh shout out to oh shout out to Lunchpad McQuack. Yes. Look, man, <laughs> that dude got like five checks coming in. You know, he was on like five of them shows. For real. Dark. Well, let me see. Darkwing Duck, Tailspin. Yeah. He was on Chippendale. Rescue Rangers. Yeah. My yeah. stuff yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That dude, that dude had checks coming in, dog. So he was at, lunch He was the yeah. first person to cross over in yeah, Disney. That dude, he, he did more to cross over, dog. <laughs> that dude had all them jobs. Produced on by them. <laughs> 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 producing them. 
Man, he was like Diddy back in the day. He was, mm. he was the animated Diddy. Yep. He was in all the music videos. That, that may be the first animated Hey Mon. For real. Just think about it. That, that's, that's the first guy, man. That fool that's was the first popping one. up everything. That fool had jobs everywhere. I, what you, I was like, what you, how you moving the camera away from me? I mean, the mic. <laughs> I was in a... I, I, Go ahead, Josh. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because you saw that too. Yeah. We both like, what's going on? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> wow. I was, I was like, gonna say, did you since, just hush me on my own show. Since we're kind of, we're just gonna do one story and then we're gonna take another break. I was gonna let's talk about the. Uh, have you ever heard about that the kid uh, that they're trying to stop him from graduating high school? Yes, oh, yes, I did. did. Uh, well, to read the story for those that don't know, hopefully by the time y'all hear this, everything's been solved and everything. But uh, DeAndre Arnold, uh, a high school, uh, they just said a Texas student, he's facing uh, an in-school susp- suspension, suspension, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> yeah, suspension, <laughs> a policy because of a policy that bars him from the classroom for failing to cut his long dreadlocks. Officials at Barbara's, Barbara's Hill High School, a public school in Mount Bellevue, Texas, give me, told give, on, give me the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Told Arnold and his parents that he may be forbidden to attend graduation in three months unless he cuts his hair. They said uh, his family has said uh, he's been wearing his hair in locks since the seventh grade and is an expression of his Trinidadian heritage. They have asked the school for an exception to the rule. So uh, and then they said that there is no the school said there is no dress code policy that prohibits any cornrow or any other method of wearing of the hair. The district superintendent said our policy limits the length. It's been that way for 30 years. So. And then I saw a tweet the other day that the school also tweeted out. They said, uh, Barbara Steele has received scrutiny regarding our high-level expectations on all things in dress code. Yet our African-American students beat the state average on passing star by 22%, and our overall passing scores are the highest in the state. Sounds like high, expecta- sounds like high expectations work. So, sound, sound like number two to me. <laughs> nah, you ain't gotta say number two. <laughs> say the word. Say the bullshit. That's all I'm gonna say. Like two say. Sound like number two. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Because like, I mean, they put you in ISS. I remember like when I was in ISS. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Shout out to uh one of the number one fans, my mom, because it's like me and Josh's mom, number one fans right there. Yeah. Last time I went to ISS, I like cussed the teacher out. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> because my hair cut or nothing like that. It's because, you know, I told him to go somewhere. Uh, <laughs> so basically, this man, young man being in ISS is kind of ridiculous. Well, not kind of ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. So, yeah. But, yeah, hopefully they resolve this. Hopefully they don't take, like, the old heads. You know, I don't think. I think Al's still taking mirror, mirror pictures, mirror selfies and whatnot. <laughs> so I don't know if he got time to handle this. But, yeah, I hope that young man go ahead. They let them graduate because this is stupid. Very. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't like it at all. It just seemed like just old rules and old ways just like coming about this just situation. And I mean, kind of reminds me of like there was this uh, teenager wrestling and they wouldn't let they wouldn't let her wrestle because of her dreads. And they literally like cut her dreads, like was cutting her dreads off before the match. What? And I thought that was like the most ridiculous thing I ever seen because it's like. You knew this this student, this athlete had dreads from the get go, 
and she got to the point where she was already been wrestling to get through this tournament. And then when you get to another city, I think it was like in Wisconsin, like, no, the state was in Wisconsin. I don't remember the city, but once they got there and they had some rule where like, I guess you can't have like long hair or dreadlocks or something like that. And I thought to me that was bullshit because it's like this whole tournament she was wrestling, like with no issues. But now when it comes to the finals, she got to cut her, her her hair off just to wrestle because basically she was whooping y'all ass from the get go. And now you like they literally cut her dreads off and she's crying. I would know I there was no way I would have cut my dreads. Yeah. I would have just forfeited. And it, it hates to see like her coach and her teammates didn't even stick up for her like that. She did it out of sportsmanship of her heart to continue to win. And that's kind of like how it reminded me of the situation. But to keep somebody from their education just because of their hair, I think is ridiculous to me. They need to go ahead and resolve that ASAP so he can get his high school diploma and go on with his life. That's what it sounds like. Because he's been there for four years. Like, yeah, like, you didn't tell on, him dude. before. <laughs> like, hey, you can have your dreadlocks, but just keep him at a certain certain length. Y'all, y'all ain't say this, like, his freshman year? Right. That's <laughs> if like, he's had it since seventh grade. He's been growing them since, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's been growing them since, since, like, seventh grade. I know he had dreads from the jump, but all of a sudden he can't graduate because of his hair. Yeah. That's ridiculous to me. But, yeah, I remember that um, situation because they showed the picture, and it was really sad because she was crying. Yeah. Why they that was cutting the dress. Yeah, I'm talking about that. So, like, her hands were over his face, but you could see, like, the red. Like, Josh, it was disturbing, man. Like, she, like, they literally had scissors cutting her hair, bro. And And she's, like, just crying, just red all all around, man. And she did that out the kindness of her heart just compete and win that that state title man and I, i'm her parents i'm cussing that coach out that whole team out afterwards oh somebody oh it never would have got to i'm that about to say yeah. uh, i got two parents right here yeah. so what would have happened i mean regardless of the other fact like you know how ma'am with my kids you know how, how jalen is and how i am with my kids when they do anything i mean it never would have got to that point at all like my kids are not cutting their hair matter of fact as a coach if you don't have my son's back or the teammates, if they don't have their, their back, we will pack up and go to the crib and we will leave schools because there is no way in here you're going to tell me we got this far basically because of my kid and now they begging up this bullshit rule to keep us from winning something. Well, I pretty much built this up and we got there because and use an excuse like that, we're out of here. If you don't follow suit with me, we will leave schools. We will go to the administration board and complain about that. So Mm -hmm. that whole state and also that school that my son played for will be in a whole lot of trouble from that. So we will be out of there. No questions asked. Go ahead. Well, I haven't got to the school process yet. I'm waiting, but I just know when Jay does go to school, I'm going to be that parent. Like, no doubt about it. <laughs> that's why I wanted that's why I wanted you to they say something. Like, she's like hate, they gon' They gon' hate me, her daddy, her nana, her Gigi. They gon' hate all of us when it comes to her, no matter what. They they gon' hate us because I'm not going for it. You're not gonna cut my daughter's hair or my son's hair because of some rule. It's a lot of rules in the world. That's they rules so we can break them. That rule should have been addressed <laughs> before the the state tournament started. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. Before it even get to that point, mm-hmm. like our sons on our wrestling team is so good already. Before you even got to that state to that point, they should have brought that out already from the jump. So I just feel like they just brought this out just to like stop them from winning anything and just try to make up some excuse yeah. just for them not to beat them. So just ridiculous. Just in one little black girl out there uh, winning everything. I'm talking like, about like she, she killing them. Dog. Yeah, I'm talking about like like just killing them. They had they had no remorse for this chick. Like she was like incredible out there, and then it didn't is so. Yeah, that's what like with the kid uh, DeAndre. Uh, I think he was like 
He's like top of the class. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what so, I'm saying. It was just, yeah. just yeah, you know it's holding them back. Jealousy yeah. is its finest. Yeah. They they gotta find something. Yeah. They gotta find they, something. They can't beat us. Yeah, so they so. gotta put that roadblock. So we t- we punching out again. Uh what's the what well actually this kinda goes along with another uh question kinda with the school. Oh, go ahead. Um what do y'all think about if we do we really need college out here? That is a very good question because I already once I saw the outline, I already had my answer for that. <laughs> I graduated college and got my certification in radio and TV broadcasting. Right after that, four internships in a row. So all this job placement that people say that you're going to get, uh, you're going to have a job right after you graduate college and stuff like that. It's people that I know that's in high school right now or like maybe like 10, 15 credits of like college. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm have maybe like a better position than I am. So everything that I have pretty much did is from the ground up. I mean, college is good to, I mean, it's good to have. I'm just being realistic here. Of course, you want to go to college and experience that. I was the first person in my generation to graduate high school and go to college. So it was a lot of pressure on me already as it was. And so, of course, you're getting, okay, well, you already did this. Go ahead and just get this and you'll automatically get your, you know, radio job, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-mm, didn't happen. Yeah, that, you know that's what so, made me think about it. To me, you don't need it. Depends on what I've experienced and everybody else that I know. It's good to have, but at the same time, it's like, if you really want to do something you want to do, I say just go at it from the jump. I mean, it's a good thing to have on your resume, but at the same time, it's still about who you know, mm-hmm. what you know, and how you can prove what you know when it comes to that situation. So to me, I say you don't need it. Yeah, because that's a, I've kind of been struggling with that because, uh, Another podcast I was listening to this week, they brought it up because they were talking about uh, with young people wanting to get into podcasting. They're like, hey, it's people out here that's in podcasting that are like number one top podcasters and making all this money. Then do no lick of radio broadcasting in schools. Might be might be because of their celebrity in other fields or whatever. But or they just hey, they just happen to be lucky and <laughs> have an amazing podcast. A lot of luck, yes. A lot well, of luck. It does happen. Shout out to my brother because he not here. <laughs> he went to college. Even though I'm the oldest, I went to community college, but he actually got the college experience. He didn't finish college, but look at him now. He in Paris. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Going like, to look Japan. At, right. <laughs> Where he worldwide, you know? <laughs> he living better than me. <laughs> yeah, like stuff like that, that, that gets me because people always like, oh, you have a master's degree, but why are you working here? Well, I, I can't. I can't exactly. help. Exactly. I, can, yeah. I can't help. That. Exactly. Like I need six credits to graduate school, which I'm gonna do that in 2020. You I promise. This. You got this. But I am in it. so much debt for just trying to get one degree and go to pharmacy school. I owe Sally a hundred pharmacists. No, the jobs are not out there. Yep. At my current job, I sit next to a form a lady that's a pharmacist, and she does what I do. Wow. She she's a pharmacist. She can go get any job, but they're not hiring like they're they need to. So or like they say that they are. Yeah, mm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Well, as a guy, I'm just sitting here because I'm like, <laughs> but I want to make that hundred thousand. I uh, I sure do. <laughs> I'm halfway there. Halfway there with my current job. Halfway there. They oh, can take me another fifty. That's Might as well. I'm I'm the same way in my job too. I'm like, hey man. Y'all already gave me to be halfway. Give me this other half right quick. Matter of fact, the year already started. Go ahead and give me the other half right now. I'll be ready to go. Yeah. Now nah, I might just leave then. <laughs> that might be my last day. 
That may be my last day. Because um, it's getting close to 7 o'clock. So uh, we're going to play one more song, then we're going to come back and wrap it up. All right. Oh, well, I probably should introduce the song. Right? I might say introduce oh, yeah, the song. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, oh, yeah. Well, the song is... Uh, you looked at me, I'm <laughs> like, I don't know what the song is. What is it? <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, yeah. It's Rude Boy Womp, straight out of Detroit. Uh, it's him, a bunch of his other, like, his uh, his crew. Uh, but here go Rude Boy Womp with Robbers and Dealers. I'm shopping with the swipe, swipe with the killers. Robbing with the robbers, serving with the killers. Man, I'm who they wanna be. Bitch, I'm who they wanna be. I'm shopping with the swipers, killing with the killers. Robbing with the robbers, serving with the killers. Man, I'm who they wanna be. Bitch, I'm who they wanna be. I ain't punching up, but I hit that dog like a uppercut. Working with enough snow to fuck the summer up. Started copping double ups, now hustlers, my customers. Cold in the deep, send that boy y'all bubbled up. You don't make a profit, cause you don't know the socket. If you had brick fair, you wouldn't know where to copy. If you had that soft, you wouldn't know how to rock it. Put that girl in the water, she a baller when I shot it. I'm who they wanna be, bullin' with the heat. A nigga sleep, stretch a ministry, ain't got time for beef, hey. Robbing with the robbers, mopping with the mobsters, got some niggas swiping, but can't say no names, they might get indicted. Real niggas only in my circle, boy, you ain't invited. Floating in a foreign big body, feeling like a pilot. Got some young niggas dropping bodies, catch a case, they gon' get hider, and they bands up off that reader writer. I'm shopping with the swipe, swipe with the killers. Robbing with the robbers, serving with the killers. Man, I'm who they wanna be. Yeah. Bitch, I'm who they wanna be. Yeah. I'm shopping with the swipers, killing with the killers. Robbing with the robbers, serving with the killers. Man, I'm who they wanna be. Yeah. Bitch, I'm who they wanna be. Scully on the dime, you can't fuck with me. Still running with the niggas that grew up with me. And they lift you off your feet if you disrespect. No disrespect, you gon' die, you go against the deck. That's how it is. So I get it half off Some niggas learned the game and the other half lost Both short, call them back, think it's mad false Police on our ass, man, they got a task force Been killing with the killers, I can't talk about them bodies Pulling up and shooting guns, flash like paparazzi Benny Hanna, extra rice, wages, bring the sake Molly in my system, got me feeling like I'm Rocky Quarter to a half, I got rich Swappers pulling scams, they got rich been a bitch, that's the down free gate, trying to press a quarter brick, front of lock three states, trapping off two phones, feeling like Kevin Gates, telling Vato hurry up, got some people can't wait. And we're back. So what was the name of the song? 
Uh, that was Rude Boy Womp with Robbers and Dealers. Straight Where's out of Detroit? Uh, straight out of D Town. Yeah, the other D Town. Three one three. Nah, it felt weird. The only question because I didn't want to answer because I'm like, I didn't do none of that. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am doing this. I didn't inter- like what I did at the game. I interviewed Cameron Payne, <laughs> so I was there like, yeah, I didn't go to school. Uh, no, I did go to El Central for a minute, but I mean, I wasn't really studying. I was up to wilding. So, yeah, you don't necessarily need this. You just need the ambition and the drive to do what you want to do, and just educate yourself. And like with BMO here, you know, just talk to somebody who is in that field and hopefully because i know shout out to a guy that well he knows him better than i do mark cuban says you don't need mentors Mm -hmm. but yeah you kind of do if you didn't go through the whole process of school and learning all that stuff you do need somebody who could show you what to do in the correct way to do it yeah so yeah i kind of disagree with him on that because yeah you do need somebody you can learn from Everybody all had like motivation and mentors. So I mean, uh, yeah, same thing with Cube. Cube had that same thing too. It just like his outcome was like way more successful. Of course, you're gonna he's gonna tell you what you want to hear. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you want to hear it, but also at the same time, it's still really up to you, mentor or not. It's still like, up to you to go out there and get it. Like that Kevin Hart speech at Rock, at the Rock Nation brunch. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I had to say it. So what chapter are you on in your life? <laughs> But he probably slapped the little epilogue <laughs> first open the book for real. But um, yeah, so pretty much this is the end of the show. Yep. Oh, it's over. Because <laughs> we have guests in the building. We have guests in the building. Because, yeah. like I said, we punching these back to back. So basically, BMO, you gotta do it again. You gotta do your yeah. plug again. You just you just don't leave like all right bye bye. Nah, do I'm that, not gonna do that. I'm, I'm not that disrespectful. <laughs> but uh, di- my government name is Byron, aka Bmo, aka Number Two, host of Most Sports Talk, MostSportsTalkRadio.com. Check us out on all podcast sites, and also check us out live on Streamyard. We will be shooting a new episode this week. Y'all tune in and check us out. All right, Jasmine, you got to say something. And um, it's the mother of Jade. I'm like DJ Kelly around here, the mother of Jade. And um, y'all can follow me on Instagram, Jasmine Tierra. Y'all don't come find me on Facebook with that creepy stuff. (laughs) You will get blocked. And don't get in my inbox or my DM neither. I don't got time. You know, that's like I felt that <laughs> kind of like reverse psychology, right? They gonna do it anyway. Now they gonna tell them they're not to do it. They gonna do it. Do it. Yep. I, I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, well, <laughs> All right. she told them. I know, right? So I. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Stepdaddy nah, season is. Yeah, you guys. Sto- <laughs> nah, nah, I don't need that. I know this by heart. All right, you got uh, Stone of Philosophy. The Stone of Philosophy dot com, right? Yep. Then you got musicimpulse.com. Yep. Got the uncleverman.com. Uh you got be Follow us on all social media yep. at Uncle Urban Podcast. Yep. The Uncle Urban. Um Bree, go ahead and do the Be Your Focus. Let them know mm-hmm. how you they gotta spell that be your focus for me. That is B U R F U Nope. 
F O. Oh wow. Whoa. Was that towards me? Wow. Because you did everybody else's and then had me get on to do mine. Because you got to put them underscores. You got to do them underscores. I feel some kind of way because you did everybody's but mine. I did to be your focus dot com and then I want you to spell it. No, you got to spell it for them. You did everybody's but mine. That's personal. You got to spell it. Okay. B underscore U R underscore F O C U S. Are you happy? Yes. <laughs> Be your focus. Check me out on Facebook Check her out. and Instagram. Nah, she really good, y'all. And Thank that's what I'm saying. Guys. Like every picture it. you see. Check me out. I'll be on there. And you can check me out on BeYourFocus.com on my website. Appreciate y'all. Check them out. Listen to their podcast. It only gets better. Actually, I had a throwback today. I played... The second one the on second. my Facebook. Oh, so check ducky. out the second episode on Facebook. <laughs> oh, Lord. I know. <laughs> oh, no. That's the episode we did? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was on my dad. That's that real talk. Yeah, episode two is real talk. I just like I just like the music. I know. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Break bread, pop your elastic. A real nigga to the casket. It's brother art.